Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It's me, Egbert, once again. I'm the new owner of this station. I went out and hired the best talk radio consultant, Jeff Allen from News Talk STL, and told him to hire the worst talent he could find. Jeff did exactly as I told him. Ladies and gentlemen, here are Brad and John. I guess we're the celebrated worst talent, John. I guess that's what we are. We're the worst. Because <laughs> Jeff Allen hired us. Because Egbert told him to hire the worst. And we're it, right? I didn't have to go through that because I had my agent do it. But I imagine that, that you know, when they, when, they, when they listened to probably the tapes of me filling in for Shelly, they're like, are you sure Shelly's retired? Are you sure she's not coming back? By the way, we'll talk about that in a minute because there's a story I want to talk about with that. Oh, no okay. way. That's great. Yeah. Um, hey, and by the way, Brad, you know what we got to do? You know what our, our listeners are holding us accountable for? I have friends that, that are, believe it or not, not involved in politics and that are, I call them civilians, right? They're normal people. And a listener to the show asked me on Friday. She said, John, Brad teased the story about why he's no longer a Cardinals fan and he left us hanging. So I got to remind you of that. I don't know. I don't know if you want to hear that story. I'll get myself in trouble for that. But that maybe I'll. That's maybe... exactly why we want to hear it. <laughs> right. Okay. But don't let us forget about Shelley. Let's, as they say in the in corporate America, let's put a pin on that and circle back for a circle parking back. lot. Discussion. Yeah, that's like circle back Saki. Remember her, Jen Saki, who, who was uh, oh, the original yeah. press secretary I felt so bad for, for her toward the end, because she was out there trying to tell Americans that inflation wasn't that big of a deal and they should just. Do what is it? Go do Tybo and do and drink a margarita, uh, and know, it's like, wow, poor Jen. Well, the problem is, you know, what's you know, what's the what's the uh, the very high profile saying? You can't put lipstick on a can't make lipstick a, on a pig. Yeah, can't, can't put lipstick on a pig and make it look good. Okay, uh, we'll touch back with that. Okay, first off, I have to tell you. I watch a lot of videos, okay? I don't have a mm-hmm. TV anymore. Matter of fact, I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't watch the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game on Saturday, although I listened to it on the radio and Cam Wex, but that's a whole other story. Uh, I saw a video, and once again, police get bad raps. They're all terrible people. You know, they're, all they want to do is beat up minorities <laughs> yeah. and things like that. Uh, and the body cam thing, you know, I've talked about this on the air with Shelley, and I think we've br- briefly talked about it with since you've been on board. The body cam thing to me is an example of the law of unintended consequences. Because, and how so? Well, because of the fact that the body cam is supposed to show the police beating the hell out of people who, you know, jaywalked. And, you know, hey, you yep. jaywalked them. And they t- pick their, their gun out of their holster and pistol whip them in the face and stuff like that. Okay. What the body cam has shown is most of the time the criminals are terrible, horrible people who will do anything to steal your car or, you know, whatever it is, break into your house, shoot your dog, you know, uh, yep. you know, attack your wife, you know, in broad daylight and stuff like that. And the police, for the most part, are the knights in shining armor who, you know, drive up, roll up in a situation, r- run into burning buildings, you know, try to pull people out of burning cars, you know what I mean? Like that. And here's another example. A video, uh, and it was it was all body camera video, and I believe is a Vermont state trooper, a female Vermont state trooper. And what's interesting about this is, 
in the state of Missouri, I don't know if you know this differentiation or not. In the state of Missouri, they're not state police. They're highway patrol. Correct, yeah. And the difference is, for the most part, the highway patrol does not handle things off the highway. Like, for example, if there's a shooting in, let's say, Forestell, unless it happened on the interstate, unless it happened on Highway T, they won't respond to it because they'll say that's a county matter or if it's in, if it's in the city of any corporate it. area, yeah. there, it's city. But in other states, the state police will respond to anything, anywhere, anytime, okay? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I, I know that from my dispatching days because one time on point-to-point, me as an 18-year-old kid, first as my first job as a police dispatcher in the first couple of weeks, on point-to-point, which is a frequency, I don't know if that still exists anymore, it's a frequency that all the agencies would, would, uh, would share. We had something where we had to go from our agency point-to-point to the Missouri Highway Patrol, and I went on the frequency and I called Missouri State Police, and the old-school dispatcher on the frequency embarrassed me and said, you must be a new dispatcher because we are not the state police. We are the Missouri Highway Patrol. So I will never forget that. But in Illinois, they're the state police. Okay, so this woman gets dispatched to a report of two kids drowning in a pond on a farm. And she rolls up on this 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 farm and in, in the middle of nowhere. You don't see any neighbors or anything like that. She rolls up on this farm and she goes into the back of her squad car and she's got and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever seen that in a police car before. She's got this flotation device, like the the like the Oh wow. Like the uh, the lifeguards would use. You've yeah. seen those like like on Baywatch, they have that they yep, have that the thing that, that Pamela Anderson right. is running with from what I'm told. Right, 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 right. What she's bouncing with. But nobody would know notice that she had anything in her hands. But that's a whole nother story. Okay. But so she rolls up on this and she runs around to the backside of this lake and there's an elderly gentleman there saying I got one out, but I can't swim, and the other girl's in the water. And you don't even see her, because you're seeing this with the body cam. So obviously, she's underwater. So the state trooper, and this is the amazing thing, I guess the body cams are made this way, the state trooper, female state trooper, jumps into the pond, and the next thing you know, her body camera is submerged, and you see the girl underwater. I'm going like, holy crap, this is not going to turn out well. And she swims out, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 feet from, you know, and, and but what's interesting is you can't hear much other than the because the body cam is now underwater. So the microphone sure. essentially is just picking up like the underwater sounds in the, in the thing. She swims out, gets this girl, pulls her back in, gets back, you know, and the, 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 the dude who was standing right there helps her up on the lake and they put her on the ground and they start you know doing uh, CPR on her and you hear her start to moan so it's like okay great she's alive and then another trooper shows up and you know and he picks her up and and essentially tries to get the water out of her lungs and they're started doing like the Heimlich maneuver on I've never seen that before with drowning people but he started doing that thing and she starts to gurgle water out of her mouth I mean this is all on body cam wow and it's cold because you can see there's you know there's snow on the ground there's ice on the ground yeah. so the trooper grabs the girl and he says I'm taking her to my car I'm gonna get you know my car's all warm I'm gonna put her in the back seat you get your clothes off 
So, you know, and once again, the trooper goes, and you don't see this, but that's where the video ends. So the trooper, you know, the female trooper goes in her car, and they talk to you, read the, the information on the bottom, talks about how she went to her squad car, took off her clothes, you know, yep. and, and uh, they took the girl to the hospital. You know, they called, I think they called uh, one of the EMS helicopters in. They, they brought her into the hospital. She was in the hospital for two days, complete recovery. This How great. Yes, and once again, this trooper saved a life so yeah. when these people go oh, the cops are all bad all they want to do is kill people no now you know and once again i work for a police department and shelly used to always say you did you're a police dispatcher maybe i said that too many times sort of like maybe it's like me saying i'm eric Greitens, and said, you know i'm a navy seal oh yeah. really we've never yeah. heard you say that before i think people like it it's a running gag go ahead but once again i work with a force i don't know 40 50 guys 30 of those guys I trust my life with. Five, yep. nah, not so much. Another five, no thanks. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, and that's workforce. You go to any building. Absolutely. If you, if you went to Valvoline Instant Oil Change or you went to the corporation down the road, it's going to be the same thing. Right. You go into any employment place where there, even like there's 10 people there, and secretly, somebody else tell you, yeah, well, Jim, he's a real, he's a real slug. Yep. He, you know, he shows up for work, and most of the time he's hung over him the night before. And then when he becomes 50% conscious, he maybe tries to do some work, but <laughs> then he's got to go outside you know, it, for a smoke, you know, I mean, that kind of thing, you know. It reminds me of, I watched, have you followed any of this Cat Williams controversy, Brad? No, I have not. Okay, so he's you know he's a, a comedian, famous black comedian, and so he's he got in a lot of controversy. He did a, a podcast hosted by a guy named Shannon Sharp, who's former Denver Broncos tight end. Anyway, Cat Williams was was asked on Shannon Sharp show, how did you go between doing white comedy clubs and black comedy clubs? Like, wasn't there a big difference? And he said, well, you do tailor it a little bit. He said, but no matter where you go, east, west, midwest, south, whatever, he goes there's pretty much four or five different types of people in the world, you know? And if you broke down every workplace you've been in, you have the people who are the type A high achievers. You have a couple snakes in the grass. Again, it doesn't matter if you're working in an oil change place or a gym or a corporation. You know, you're always going to have a few people that, that are the proverbial bad apples. But for the most part, people are people. Right. And, and, and once again... It's like statistics. It's like if you ever question statisticians, they'll pull the old uh, uh, jar of marbles routine. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. If there's if there's a hundred jar of marbles in there, would you pull out? And one? Are, are you talking about the one of like toxicity? No. The the, the marbles thing where we used to have this explained to us all the time when we complain about the ratings and the guys would say, okay, if you took a if you took a jar and there's a and you and there's white and black marbles in the jar and you want to figure out what percentage of the jar has white marbles and what percentage of the jar has black marbles, you put your hand in and you grab a scoop and then you count and you get a statistical uh, average at that point and you'll say, okay, uh, there are uh, two times as many black marbles as white marbles, so I'll say that's the, the statistics or the statistics for the for the you know the whole jar. And then they said if you want to be more accurate, you put the marbles back in, you shake the jar back up, you pull out another scoop, and then you count and once again if you do that ten times, then you're like ninety nine percent accurate that you're going to have the percentage of uh, black to white marbles. Correct. That's the statistical dealy jobber dewey there. You know what I mean? Oh you disappeared there, mate. You back? Oh, he's gone. Uh, I think we lost. A hundred marbles. The, it, oh, I lost you there for a minute. You, are you, dis there, you, you disappeared. You disappeared for a okay. minute. Yeah. The, 
the idea that I that I heard learning with people who were a, a toxicologist is if you had a hundred Skittles in a cup and you knew only two of them were toxic and would kill you, would you risk taking one Skittle? And of course the answer is no. Right. Because that's most people. Okay. Next thing to talk about. I saw this story and I story and I thought to myself, oh, here we go again. I'll read you the 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 headline. FAA's diversity push includes focus on hiring people with, quote, severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. Okay, John. We got a new job. You and I can get a new (laughs) job, Brad. (laughs) I don't understand this whole DEI thing. You know, what's interesting about it is I have a friend of mine who shall remain nameless that teaches this in her employment place. And Mm -hmm. I've said to her on several occasions, I go, how can you do this? And you know what? She believes it. And if you bring this up to her, she will almost instantly text you the diversity, the DEI cartoon. You ever seen the DEI cartoon? Is it people looking over a fence? Exactly. It's three yeah, people. Yeah, and it's like, can you explain it? It's, it's, if you have someone in your life who you know and love who's a big fan of victimhood, they will love this cartoon. It's three people standing like, they're, in other words, they're like in center field at a baseball game, Okay. And there's three. But they're outside the fence. They're outside the fence. And there's a short person, a medium person, and a tiny person, like a, like a, we can't say dwarf anymore, but what do you say now? A midget. A midget. You can't say midget either. Can we call him an elf? I don't know what you can call him anymore. Elves are out of work. Uh, Yeah, whatever you call them. Okay. And there's three. You know what? I see if I can find this thing. We'll talk about that next break. But. I'll, see the, I'll pull the actual cartoons and explain it because, and I, I see this and I think to myself, okay, so let's translate this into the National Football League or, you know, the Major right. League Baseball. All, Anything that's merit-based. Or, 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 or a trader on Wall Street. Right. Do you want your retirement fund and everybody should exactly. go see Mike McGee at Edward Jones? Right. Do you want to make sure that Edward Jones is hiring a certain number of people who have been classified as insane or that they must have only one leg. Well, it comes down to, do you want the high performers or not? You know, right. I mean, to the point where, and I think it came out, what was it, United, and part of the thing that this has gotten in the news lately is United are, was it United or Delta? There was a thing last week where their, their CEO says, the most important thing for them hiring pilots is diversity. And Unbelievable. I'm going, I'm going like, okay, here we go once again. I don't care if the guy is is you know black and white with pink stripes. If the guy has you know been military trained and can fly the plane and is you know and has gone through all the check rides and gone through and and ace the the you know the the simulator. That's the dude I want in the cockpit. I want some guy like the Alan Barklage kind of guy who was a helicopter pilot. He used to get shot at. You know yep. you know <laughs> there were bullets coming at him, missiles coming at him. You know things like that. That guy has been tested under the extreme circumstances that's the guy I want flying my helicopter you know and what no one can explain and this is what Elon Musk has pushed back on Mark Cuban on on social media is how do you explain then how so many Asians are doctors let's let's just use the doctor example should there be a quota that says hey we have too many Asian doctors right now we really ha- need to have more white male doctors. Well, do the Tony Colombo flip test on that with Mark Cuban. How come he doesn't have all, a bunch of Asians on his team? Because of most, right. for the most Plan, part... Yeah, why, why isn't your center an, <laughs> right. an, an Asian? And let's let's not stereotype people, but for the most part, Asian people are not the real tall people. You right. know, I mean... Typically, but, but you can't... But, Brad, you can't say that. You, you can't say that in 2024 because it's based on fact <sighs> and you're not... 
you're not acknowledging I'm not, the I'm historical not be- disadvantage <laughs> that that folks in in black and brown communities have faced. I guess I just don't understand. And we and there's a story about that on JohnComas.com today. When I know we're up against time, the president at Lincoln University is being blamed because one of his subordinates, who got fired in early January, the woman unfortunately committed suicide, and the president of Lincoln University happens to be white. Lincoln University is a historically black college. I have links up today that link to Twitter where people are calling the, you know, the president, uh, you know, a white devil and they add, they call him a KK cracker and it's because he's white, but you can say that you can criticize a white man because he's a white man and you can call him racist names. Okay, let's not. <laughs> you you you're goading me there, aren't you? We have to. I am a, going, <laughs> and we're up against time. That's why. That's when I like to do it, Brad. That's right. He's teasing me. 